Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, Robin Laid an Egg, Batmobile Lost His Wheel, and Joker Got Away. <laughs> All the excitement of your drunk uncle <laughs> on Christmas. You don't think the Batmobile would have a spare wheel? A it's bat got, wheel, if you will? It has to. I yeah. think it can ride on the... the the bat rim. rim? Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't you just go go back go and it like grows some skis and then it can go yeah. down like mountains and or shit? Or which movie does he have the motorcycle in there? I think that's a Dark Knight Returns, right? That is the Dark Knight. Yes. He has a rumbler. Yeah. Or the so, tumbler, whichever tumbler, it's called. Whatever it is. So you yeah. could have, you know, he's got a, mo- a, a whole second vehicle. Well, look, this classic Christmas parody tune predates that's Christopher true. Nolan Batman. There once was a man from Nuntucket. <laughs> hey oh, I'll it's, be here all night. It was it's gotta be like Adam West Batman old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Shark repellent days. Yeah. You know what bothers me about no. the Adam West Batmans? Do tell me. I actually really like them a lot. But the Penguin, who I love the guy who plays the Penguin uh-huh. in that one. You know, classic top hat, monocle, all that stuff. Absolutely. He quacks like a duck. Quack, quack, quack. Why does it? That's not a penguin noise, sir. Have you heard penguins? That's the wrong bird. Penguins sound duck-like. Bullshit. Prove it. I mean, <laughs> Google penguin sounds. How does a sounds. penguin chirp? They ch- Chirp like a duck. All aquatic birds are duck sounding. <laughs> that sounds offensive to penguins. <laughs> That's a known fact. <laughs> well, do you guys have any favorite Christmas tunes or music? I generally don't like Christmas music because it doesn't seem like anything new comes along very often. And now we're stuck with Mariah Carey. Oh, I'm mean, over stuck and with over Mariah again. Carey for thirty years. That song is like a duck. Quack quack. <laughs> are you playing duck calls? <laughs> Ah, yes, that is a uh, the mallard penguin. <laughs> yeah, yes. The classic sounds of ducks. Well, He could have done a little more research into his character is all I'm saying. Well, okay, hold on. Those are, you know, 20, uh, 20 ducks. In 1960, du- or penguins. 1960 penguins could have sounded totally different. Climate change, bro. Mm, I thought you said 20 ducks. As in, like, that was 20 ducks. I was like, how do you know exactly how many ducks were quacking? Uh, you get an ear for ducks. And- 20 unique bird voices that I heard on that call. <laughs> Uh, we should have got Michael Winslow to come in and, <laughs> and clarify this for us. Make a penguin noise. Go. Uh, let's see. In the spirit of horror, I guess, The Night Santa Went Crazy. That's a great Christmas song. But they're not playing it on the radio. Like, it's not Jingle House Rock. It's not like... You mean Jingle Bell Rock? Jingle House, Jingle House, Jingle House Nope. <laughs> Try again. Uh, That's what we call a double down when you realize you're wrong <laughs> and you go with it anyway. Okay, so Christmas <laughs> radio. Silent burrito. My favorite <laughs> kind of burrito. Christmas radio song. I mean, they're all pretty inoffensive. That's why they've been around for, you know, 60 years. So I don't I don't have a, a, a huge problem with Christmas music now that I don't work in retail anymore. Welcome what? back to KPOLE, yeah. North Pole Radio. I'd love it. That's a good point, John. Having to sit there and listen to the goddamn music on the intercom all day at the Ugh. retail job, folding t-shirts. Dude, it was the worst. When I worked in the movie theater, like, they would just play this one CD, and you'd learn the ads and the songs, and for for two months, you would just be hearing fucking Carol of the Bells or whatever. AMC wants you to have a happy holidays. (laughs) (laughs) Please enjoy this Coca-Cola while you go sit down and listen to your Christmas music. Such trash. Why not think about your terrible family gathering you're going to have to have, and then come see a movie instead? Except one time... The song Convoy from the 1970s about truckers was on the CD. Now that, every time it came on, I was like, all right, fucking love it. That's a banger, man. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. That was not on the Christmas CD, though. That was like a summer tune. That's as Christmas as Die Hard. (laughs) Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Being 
Hey, creatures. Thanks for joining us on this Christmas episode of the Grave Talk Podcast. Why don't you grab yourself a cup of cocoa? It's kind of nestle in. Oh, you, you sure? Yeah, you want some eggnog? You can have some of that. That's tis the season, as they yeah, say. Yeah, I had some yesterday. Fucking banger shit. Yeah. Tis the season for some cocoa and nestling. <laughs> so nestle up next to the fire. Get yourself a nice little s'more sandwich or whatever it is. You a like s'more sandwich? <laughs> You're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> I mean, s'mores is a sandwich, right? There's two pieces of quote-unquote uh, One could argue it meets the requirements, <laughs> yes. Uh, you've just torn the internet apart. We've just settled on hot dogs, and now we're going to talk about s'mores. <laughs> you guys are killing my Christmas mood here. Anyway, thanks for joining us. In the Christmas gonna, mood? It sounds like you're about to fucking roofie our cocoa, bro. No, very gentle-sounding uh, intro we're doing today. Okay. We're here for the Christmas time y'all get ready barry levon ah yeah <laughs> hey all you creatures from cyberspace thanks for joining us on another episode of the grave talk podcast my name is mark again with garrett and john fellas it is that time of year where we watch a holiday movie you were so tis the season I already did that line when earlier oh i was not paying attention it's, it's so good we had to dip twice <laughs> Yeah, anyway, we're doing another hybrid horror movie, and yeah. I think we mentioned it long ago when we did our first uh, like comedy mm-hmm. horror where we were talking about, is there like a musical zombie horror thing? Well, there is. Yeah. It's this one, Anna and the Apocalypse. When did it come out? I forget. It's 2017. 2017. I'm going with John's answer, even though <laughs> I don't know for a fact. Nah, I'm like 97% sure, which is good enough to go with. Well, according to I Am Debuh, it looks like this bad boy came out in 2017. Fuck. It was rated R, and it's an hour and 33 minutes long. Okay. I killed it. Did you see how I just pulled that fact out of my brain? Like it functioned? We're here to <laughs> fact check real time. He Thank got you, got it tattooed on his arm to remember. <laughs> That's it. Before we get into that, what have you guys been up to since last time? Oh, so very much. Really? No. A lot. Uh, very little, actually. Um... Let's see. What are, okay, so I watched Wrong Turn 2. I've never seen Wrong Turn 1, but in the mm, tradition of this podcast, right. yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, just How do you make in. the same mistake, though? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Well, a different set of people got uh, lost. Same like turn, eight, though. There's like 18 of those, right? There's quite a few. Could be in our worst in show. Turns out Wrong Turn 2 is the best one. So I started out strong, and I only can go down from here, which is incredible because Wrong Turn 2 was terrible (laughs) Uh, so you started out on a high note that note was very low yeah very low so the bar must be like on the floor for these other movies uh so i would not recommend it it is it is not really great it's about like a reality tv tv show that takes place in this backwoods where there's mutant people who are hillbillies uh who kill folks with a chainsaw (laughs) no no chainsaw but they really wanted it to be texas chainsaw they even put on like a uh, someone wore someone else's face, and the mutant hillbillies are cannibals. Like, it was basically Texas Chainsaw Massacre just set somewhere else uh, and worse. So that was really bad. According to this, there's seven of them, uh, and one of them is a reboot. <laughs> so it's already gone through a reboot. <laughs> well, yeah, this one came out in 2007, and man, you could definitely feel it. I was like, holy shit, 2007 was so long ago. It just looked so old and everyone was wearing bluetooth headsets nice yeah the old bt total total trash uh and so then i was like oh okay let me maybe uh watch a better movie so i watched this movie called trick that's on hulu and i was like okay this is probably a step up just trick just trick and it's called that because it tricks you (laughs) it has a cool looking poster and it is also garbage so i'm 0 for 2 a uh, trick was only 90 minutes long 
and it felt like it was two decades of movie. That's a long time. Yeah, it was the most boring. And I don't understand how, because it had a lot of blood, a lot of violence, some cool kills, but everything that wasn't somebody being murdered was just like being stabbed in the eyeball. Uh, Is this related to Halloween? It, it well, yes. Yeah. So it's about okay. this killer who comes every Halloween called Trick, and it, ha- it has like an online cult following. And you follow the first time this person comes, and it ruins this cop's life. And then it's a few years later, and the Trick comes back uh, to to. And I think it's one year later. It's 2018 and 2019, and Trick returns to finish the job. And uh, it's just it's just so boring. on Rotten Tomato. Okay. So skip that one. Yeah. I mean, the poster is pretty cool, though. Like, I mean, you can see why I clicked on this. It's not bad. Grim Grim Reaper kind of character. Okay. So, oh, I should have noticed that it was from the director of My Bloody Valentine and skipped it, but I did not see that. (laughs) So lesson learned. Well, Kara, what about you? I've actually watched a few movies. uh, No particular reason, but I watched Rob Zombie's 31. 31 Uh, what? It's just 31. Uh, I couldn't tell if it was 31 minutes, 31 people, 31 psychos. 31 flavors? Was it like there was Baskin not Robbins? 31 flavors, but it did have Malcolm McDowell in a fucking powdered wig going like, I greet you. To-. It was like, it was pretty wild. Hmm. Um, very much a Rob Zombie indulgent project. A lot of like zombie imagery. The I, I don't want to call it a testing film, but you could tell he was really kind of like taking a lot of the elements he loved from other movies and like yeah. things he's done and kind of putting it all into one. Visually fun Storyline wise, pretty basic, but you know, fairly enjoyable. We get EG Daily in like a really hot nurse's outfit, so that was cool. Um, so I'm hearing a little less coherence and more style. Yes, okay. very much all, almost all style, very little coherence. But it's a fun, like crazy visual romp of like, oh, we're just gonna see some random like horror shit. Okay, cool. Uh, definitely not on the top of the list of the things he's done, but I enjoyed it. Um, tough to recommend it. Uh, also rewatched Us. The Jordan Peele movie, mm-hmm. that one still holds up really well. It's nice. been a while since I actually went. I think in the theater is the last time I actually watched mm-hmm. it. But um, that one still holds up pretty well. The ending makes a little more sense on a second watch once you can like see some of the things you're looking for. Um, I really like that quite a bit. And then last but not least, I've been <sighs> burning through the Scream franchise in an- anticipation for the new Scream movie coming out in January, which mm-hmm. I believe we're going to cover probably. Um, part one. Mwah, masterpiece. Part two, okay, I'm here for you. Part three, I appreciate you guys trying to make a coherent trilogy. Part four, <laughs> you tried. You know, uh, part four should just not exist. Part four is so bad. Did, I, they, did they name any of them Screamed? No. Oh, they should have. They missed out. Sc- or or Scrum? <laughs> Scrempt? <laughs> oh, but I Scrum. <laughs> uh, you got to watch the MTV TV show as well. I'm out. I'm I, I'm pretty much honestly like if the if it doesn't have a killer puppet in it <laughs> or a killer doll, I'm not watching TV I movies pretty much. I watched the first season of the MTV Scream show. It actually wasn't that bad. I didn't not good enough for me to return for season two, but better than I expected. I gave that Teen Wolf three episodes, and I was like, "Fuck everything about everything MTV does from here on out." Do they ride on a van at all? No, they don't. Dance if they on a did, van. I didn't see it. That is the iconic Teen Wolf scene. How do you leave that out of your reboot? Or if they did it, I don't remember it. I mean, <laughs> there's a possibility too. I remember it was like all like fucking wannabe romance, and I was like. I'm out. I'm so out. Maybe they saved it for a later episode than episode three. It, it literally might have been in there, and I just don't remember it. Yeah. But 
God. Episode four, trash. all van. Dude, that's the van episode. <laughs> the van, you missed the van episode, bro. <laughs> well, I watched one from 2012 called Excision based on a recommendation from uh, one of our listeners, Emma. And this movie is pretty dark, pretty bloody, and shocking at the end. And I don't want to say too much about it because I think I'm actually going to make it one of our episodes. Is this um, one we watched the trailer for where it was like yeah, the high school? Like You were like, this better not be Donnie Darko. And I was like, I, <laughs> I honestly haven't seen Donnie Darko in 20 years, so I don't know what a Donnie Darko-esque film is anymore. Well, it involves a plane. That's Right, important. I remember that part. Yeah, yeah. There's no plane crash. Then. It was very, oh God, I'll let you get back to it, but that trailer was so weird. It was just like a bunch of teens fucking in sex aren't you excited here's some blood and i was like what the fuck are you trying to sell me dude well it's not a bunch of teens having sex okay it's, it's about a girl who's kind of an outcast she's having a really hard time fitting in with anybody she's a little off and she's dealing with a lot of pressure from her mother played by tracy lords and she's having to go to therapy at a church who the priest is john waters and she's having a lot of like these dreams about just visceral, bloody. She's she's having her sexual um, awakening, I guess you could say. But it's mixing in with all this bloody and gory imagery. So a lot of her dreams are starting to twist into this weird, bloody sexual mix. As is par for the course mm. for all of us. Yeah. And she she doesn't get along with her family, none of her friends. I, like I said, I don't want to give too much away, but it's it's got a pretty shocking ending that I had to rewind it. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> and I have to watch this again, like immediately. The trailer was so like, again, it, it, it played itself as like, do you like teen drama? Do you like horror? Do you like sexy scenes? And then the thing is, I remember it ended and I was like, okay, that genuinely looks interesting. Like, I don't like mm-hmm. the way it was sold, but... It does look fucking bananas. Like, I'm, I'm I'm, down to watch that one. Okay, we'll put it on. I think you guys might like it. I'm going to make this comparison, and I don't mean just because it's like a, a female-led movie in any way, but it reminds me a lot of Teeth. Like, the style and the flow. I thought and you were like, going to say Ghostbusters answer the call. <laughs> Cha-ching! <laughs> <Yeah>. Dunk. <laughs> but, it, like, I, I would put it on par with, like, kind of that production level of, like, a Teeth. Okay. So that was an uh, enjoyable movie. Yeah. We'll throw it on and we'll see what you guys think. But uh, 2012 Excision, if you guys are looking for something Excision. interesting Where's it on? to watch, I had to buy it. Uh, so I don't know. It's a know sequel, Incision. Oh, that'd be something. Indecision. No, and then that's the, the threequel, Decision. Oh, that's the reboot. Yeah, oh, no, the, re- the reboot is circumcision. Oh. oh, that's the male version. There it is. You want to gender swap my Marvel people? Let's do it. Man, we are so smart. God. <laughs> How has Hollywood not gotten at us yet? It oh. boggles the mind. It, it, it boggles the mind. All right. Well, let's get into today's holiday movie where we did Anna and the Apocalypse. Holiday road. No. Okay. I mean, uh, yeah, I like it. I'm into right. it. That's a better Christmas song <laughs> than regular Christmas music. Oh, okay. Sure. Right? Yeah, why not? Fuck okay. it. What did you guys think of Anna and the Apocalypse? Uh, I'm going to come in hot with a classic John review. thought it was fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is up with you guys in fine? Uh, well, here's the thing. We're going to ban that word eventually. I, th- I don't think it was a particularly exceptional zombie movie, and I don't think it was a particularly exceptional musical, but also I don't think it was particularly bad at either of those things. It was just right down the middle. Uh so I, I enjoyed it. It had some catchy songs. Um, the dance numbers were good, which is really all you can expect from a musical. And I thought the zombie effects were great. So I, I had no complaints. I was like, all right, well, that's a film that I watched. This movie is a rare instance where eight minutes in, my wife walked away angry. And I was like, you're being a little too harsh. Let's give it a little more time. 
What was she and mad about? And then 15 minutes, I was already checking to see when this fucking thing was going to be over. What was she mad about? What was the inciting moment that she was First like, fi- deuces, motherfucker? First eight <laughs> minutes? I don't even think they hit a song yet. She was, oh no! They hit a song in the first eight minutes. Yeah, yeah. she was like singing out the door. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, it's um, a musical, okay. I think it, it had to do with the fact that there was a radio broadcast saying there's a horrible plague happening, and she like changed the station. And That's was like, like Fuck the that first shit. three minutes of the movie, and she's oh. like, "What a goddamn idiot!" And was like, "I'm over this crap." Time out. If we've learned anything, it is that yeah, the world is filled with goddamn idiots. Plague, get that plague off my radio. Was it too real for her, Mark? Maybe so. Maybe it's just hitting wrong after yeah, the pandemic. You, the bar. I I used to feel that same way. Like people would not be that stupid, but now I'm like, movies knew all along. We are retarded as a nation. <laughs> it takes one Tucker Carlson to fuck it up for everybody. Yeah, we are just the dumbest people. So, well, let me. You you said that, it, and you did this with very nice language. You mm-hmm. said it doesn't do this particularly well. That actually means it did it poorly. He also <laughs> said it's fine. No, it's fine. I mean, it didn't do it poorly. It just didn't excel. You're the, admittedly the guy who likes musicals Love at this table. Musicals. I will tell you, you do. Okay. Yeah, I actually, I, like I, I hate them. Okay. I, I legitimately only like like three of them. Let me turn and you one around. One of them's from like the 30s and 40s. Did called... you say let me turn you out? No, yeah. turn you around. Oh, okay. Like, let me tell you what I like. First. Okay. okay, okay. I already know, but in, in terms of musicals, okay. I like James Cagney's Yankee Doodle Dandy. Okay, from back the black white days. Sure, right. why not? Sold. <laughs> I like Willy Wonka. Right? Is that a musical? I mean, it's got music. Is it a okay, musical? Okay, well, what's, what's the I will, definition? I will, I, will allow, I will allow that. I will allow it. It's got enough music in there and a consistent pace to make the story flow via like lyrics that help the story progress. I will allow Willy Wonka. Now, what you just said is what I think this movie total, almost utterly fails at. None of this music has anything to do with what's happening in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Of course uh, it does. Yes, it doesn't does. have a happy Hollywood ending. I'm like, what the fuck are we singing about? At first, I thought they were saying a Hollywood handy, and I was like, <laughs> hand job? What is happening? I turned on the... <laughs> the lyrics and then like they're just not singing about the event like no the the point of the music in a musical is normally to give you insight into the character mm-hmm I didn't get any or of amplify that. the moment of what right. you're saying. Other than the one guy who was like riding around with a bat, going "I'm gonna beat you up, zombies" or whatever. That, that was song like the went. best song when <laughs> no, it comes I to disagree. killing zombies I on the disagree. top of my class. I like that, oh. and I like Sound of Music because it, it gets dark. Okay, when well, have you seen <laughs> a musical seen besides this one since 1960? Because it sounds like no. Well, I guess Willy Wonka. That was in the 70s. Mm-hmm. So I think you're missing out on some advancements in musical filmmaking. Okay. What would you recommend as well, a novice to the genre? Starting Rocco's Modern Life. Great musical episode. Get the fuck out of <laughs> here, You can't John. use cartoons as an example. <laughs> R-E-C-Y-L-C-E. Recycle. Come on. That's like the best one. Uh, no. I mean, if you had to start a musical right now, let's see. I mean, everyone loves Hamilton. It's hard to go wrong with Hamilton. That is like the intro to music right i mean when i was growing up rent that was like the fire how have you not seen rent by the way like you were you're around my age heard of rent if you were it all into musicals in the late 90s early 2000s uh before uh wicked came around uh, rent was the musical you're you're talking a lot of like broadway-esque things that are adapted to movies yeah correct I like which is most music. Yeah, most musicals starting. Right. I'm okay with musicals when I'm sitting in a theater watching a performance, not uh, on film. John, top three musicals. Go top. Th- oh, geez, come on, that's tough. West Side Story, I loved. Yeah, I have to say Rent. I mean, not because the movie was particularly exceptional. It actually isn't. But, I mean, it's what introduced me to musicals. Um, oh, and the Book of Mormon. That one's really fun. Uh, oh yeah, you should watch that one. South Park guys. Yeah. 
I saw Bigger, Longer, and Uncut, the South Park movie. There's a lot of That's a musical. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that was designed to be a musical movie, so, yeah. Which, But then, then I, we, we argue, do the Disney movies count as musicals because... They have yeah, the songs and stuff. Tough. Although they usually have like one or two songs as opposed to South Park's literally was designed yeah, to be a musical. I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Sweeney Todd. That was a good musical. Also a horror film. Okay, You got the Phantom one. of the Opera. You got the Sound of Music. You got West Side Story. You got Wicked. You got the Lion King. Which Repo Man, was a genetic remade. opera. Get the fuck out of here. But yes, that's <laughs> technically one of them. You got Dear Evan Hansen. You got Rent. You got Les Miserables. Oh, yeah. That's a great one, too. Les Miserables. I've yeah, seen, I know. I know I say it right. I've seen pretty much every version. Mamma Mia. Oklahoma. Cabaret. Oklahoma? Or Cabaret for you snooty yeah. motherfuckers. Chicago. Grease. Hairspray, Mary Poppins, Annie in the Heights, Avenue Q, The Music Man, Fiddler on a Hot Tin Roof. I forgot Baby, about I can keep Q. going and going. Well, that's because you got the Wikipedia page open. So <laughs> I, I, I could definitely do that, but. Uh, yeah, Avenue Q is Gangster. That's a good one. Uh, I like Chicago. It's got Grease Richard Grease is Gere. good. I know people like hit or miss with Grease, but I think Grease is good. Rocky oh. Horror Picture Show, oh, the course. greatest musical of all fucking time. It's hard to go back and watch Grease, though, because now you guys are just yelling at me now. (laughs) How do you not like musicals? That was the first movie. Okay, crazy insight. That's the first movie that ever as a kid. I was all like, I wonder what a garter belt feels like. (laughs) I still have yet to find out. But I'll be honest, that that movie, I was just like, that looks fun to wear. No time like the present, Garrett. We'll wait. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be right back. Uh, I just don't need somebody to sing at me for four minutes when they could just say three lines of dialogue and we can move but forward. But hopefully it's like a real catchy song. Yeah. Oh, 1776. That's a great musical too, since you like 70s stuff. Uh, that was came at <laughs> a little the bit different 70s, but okay. And, well, it came out in the bicentennial. So. Studio 1454. <laughs> uh, so Hamilton is just like, what if Alexander Hamilton could rap? Right? Well, is that what the whole point of it is? It's basically telling his life story. Is it really rap. that good or is it just novel? No, it is really, really. If you like, um, like, musicals at all it is awesome because i'm kind of seeing an apocalypse as a novelty and i will never go back and rewatch this thing i don't think it serviced the horror crowd i at watched all. it twice and i don't think it does the musical thing particularly well either like you said it doesn't do anything particularly well so therefore in my book it's a failure no i mean things are allowed to be average and this is an <laughs> average film it's an average musical right yeah of course it is not hamilton it's not greece maybe like- mark Phillips called out because he's the most average man <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. Uh, he just said it's okay to be average. No, I mean, that's what I think this movie's a five out of ten, you know? Like I watched this movie. I did not have any feelings in the middle ground. I either loved parts of it or hated parts of it. And then I called like Alex and I was just like, yo, I don't I mean it wasn't bad, but I was very much in the middle as far as my review goes. And then like a two, three hours later, I was like I just finished watching Unforgiven and I was like, you know what? Maybe I misjudged that movie. I put it back on and watched it a second time. John, these songs lyrically are juvenile and terrible, but the fucking songs are bangers, son. Catchy. Yeah. I was in, I was like, I would buy this fucking soundtrack. I was in the shower going, no such thing as a Hollywood. What the fuck am I singing? (laughs) Hollywood hand job. I was singing the penguin rap. (laughs) Oh, I mean, there's so many good ones. That penguin rap was the greatest thing ever. That was the only good song in the whole movie. When you were watching, you mean Unforgiven, the Western? Yes, the Western, oh, the Clint Eastwood Western. Great, great movie. Way better than this one. Yeah. Hell Morgan Freeman's, Freeman's 
fantastic in that so movie. So a couple of good earworms doesn't make a whole movie, though. But it makes a musical, effectively. I mean, that's really... Well, the, the, the effects, as you said, very good for the budget they had. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was very upset they didn't actually hit any zombies with cars or do anything certain like that. But, um, you know, I, I, could, I could tell why they didn't, because the effects and the safety budget and stuff like that would have been really high. And this is definitely... I, I pegged this as probably around 15 mil for yeah, the total production. Right. Yeah. Maybe less, even, but... Um, the effects were good. the The child actors, fantastic. If they actually did I mean, the scene like themselves, child actors. Well, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> they're you know. like twenty. Okay, yeah. These babies acting in this film. <laughs> I still consider that to be young and, oh, and a kid. We're but, getting um, old. Those twenty year old children. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, I, I, they're still pretty. They can't vote. Or they can vote. I mean, they can't they can, drink. They can't drink. They yeah. can vote. God, yeah. I'm all fucked up today. Garrett, you're really having an old man moment. <laughs> <laughs> they can't buy a malt at the malt shop. They, don't, uh, they can't stand up to the countertop tall enough. I'll tell you what. The most surprising thing about turning 20 to 21 is when I was 20, lowering the drinking age was a very important part of my political beliefs. And then I became 21, and I literally never thought about it ever again. Really? I never thought about that. I was more excited to vote when I was a kid. I was like, I can't wait to freaking uh, vote. I couldn't wait to be able to legally drink. So the main actress was born in 98. When this movie came out, she would have been 19. Okay. So Okay. All right, no, but it was it was good. The songs, the music was fantastic. The movie was actually paced pretty well. Mm-hmm. I did have a little bit of an issue with how um, stereotypical characteristics that a lot of these characters had. Like, I'm the jack. I'm the lesbian. That's I'm how the blah, blah, are. blah. And you're just like, okay. But again, I, the moment I like felt myself getting annoyed by that, and I was like, this is every musical that exists. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm cool with this. Once I just like really let go of the fact that this was like, and I use this not in a derogatory way, but amateur hour. You know, like really a, an amateur production. Are you trying to tell me to let it go? No. Let it go? No. So here's what I think. So if you don't what watch- What can a, I say except you're welcome? If you hey. don't watch a lot of musicals, I can see how it, you would rank this lower, right? Because I think in musicals- Oh, Cats. We forgot to talk about oh, cats. cats. Did you guys see cats. cats the movie? No. I wanted to see the asshole version. The one before they edited out all the cat buttholes. So Wait, they had cat buttholes in those? <laughs> and they, and they nice. digitally edited them out. That seems like an it made, it, it, Like when they screened it, it made people uncomfortable. <laughs> I live tweeted my first viewing of Cats and I was shit-faced when I saw that movie. Holy fuck. That was the first time I'd ever seen Cats at all. I hadn't even seen the musical before. Yeah. Um, so that story is fucking stupid. Bonkers, bonkers. <laughs> the songs are great, but man, that story is stupid as hell. But musicals, I think, like their approach to filming a musical and musical films are different than a regular movie. A lot of it is in service to setting up the musical numbers, which I think like if you're just watching this as a horror musical, you're like, all right, this is all like, let's just fast forward past this bullshit. Or these are all very one dimensional characters, but that's just how musicals are. They're all Hogwarts rejects. <clears throat> Perhaps I went in with the wrong mindset of watching a musical, John. But who is this for? I guess musical fans. Because Garrett think, and I are musical fans, and we both thought it was fun. you going out of their way to watch this one? Yeah. I would say this is definitely a teen movie. This is, I mean, the... You know who this is for? The Glee Kids. It's like I was a high little, school Shaun of the Dead. I was a little old to be a Gleek, but they're out there. They love Glee, and this is exactly the kind of movie that, that Glee generation... Glee was super fucking popular, huge. too. Yeah, I was like already an adult when Glee came out, but if I was in high school, I would have totally been into it. 
And those kids are watching this movie. You just made a, a, a comparison to Shaun of the Dead, which actually was in the marketing for this movie. And there's no way this is even close. No, of course not. Well, no, I'm just saying this was the pitch, though. This was like, imagine if Shaun of the Dead was for high schoolers, but it was a musical. Like, I yeah. guarantee that was the elevator pitch, like totally. hands down, because there's the 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 humor, the the general like feel of like the importance of scenes. I mean, they copied par with it. an exact scene, right, of her walking somewhere with the world being destroyed and her being oblivious is exactly out of that shot. That was of the my dead. least favorite part of the movie. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was well done. But my okay. wife was also very upset by that. Yeah, that was like one of my few <laughs> derogatory miles notes. Away. I, was like, I was like, get the fuck over. Like, literally, there's blood on the street in front of you. Like, if you're not noticing, like, houses on fire, well, she car also alarms. bumps into a zombie, literally bumps into a zombie, says, excuse me, sir. <laughs> keeps walking. <laughs> to but, be fair, I don't make a lot of eye contact yeah. with people, so I could potentially have done the same thing. But the fact is, is like, it, it's impossible to believe that everything that was going tits up was behind her and only behind her. Well, it's, I guess the, the, the big leap of reality or, you know, faith you have to make for musicals is the musical number seems to take place in a slightly alternate dimension to the rest of films. Where every single person in your vicinity just gets tricked into being part of your musical number. Yeah. Like all the people on the street start making stair steps for you to run up and dance around and everybody's waving and bobbing. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not going like to lie. I'm not going to lie. If if I saw someone bust into song and start singing about their day, I would choreograph behind them. It's like, like let the sun shine. No. I would do it, hands down. Just because how often do you get that fucking opportunity to live a musical moment True. without it being forced? And the Rocco's Modern Life musical that I suggested Jesus you start with, with this guy <laughs> talks about that. You know, they've been practicing all week. So <laughs> didn't okay. you get the pamphlet? Well, let's get into some of the details and then we can get on the other side of this. I'm 35 for, minutes in. I'm ready for the new year, you guys. I, I'm ready to watch this movie again, you know, to be honest. No, so. you don't. Yeah. No, you No, I only don't. rented it. I didn't buy it, so. You got 24 hours, son. That uh, is true. I paid for it. It will forever be in my voodoo. Oh, uh, I only rented it because I knew. I was like, yeah, I'm probably not going to want to rewatch this. Plus, you can just hear the music on Apple Music or Spotify or YouTube or wherever you get your music. All right, we from. get it. You've got a sponsorship. <laughs> Jeez. And if you act now, you can save $3 uh, on the Blu-ray. Use promo talk. Or promo code <laughs> Grave Talk. <laughs> no, if we ever have a promo code, it's going to be Promo Talk. <laughs> anyway, this one's sitting at a 77% on Rotten Tomatoes out of 123 reviews. Certified fresh. Okay. 62% with the audience, and that's over 1,000 reviews. So that's who audience. is watching these movies, <laughs> those 62% of people. <laughs> 1,000 people watched it. This one stars Ella Hunt as Anna Shepard, Malcolm Cumming as John, Sarah Swire as Steph North, Christopher Laveau as Chris Wise, Marley Sue as Lisa, Ben Wiggins as Nick, Mark Benton as Tony Shepard, Paul Kay as Arthur Savage. Really, the only person I recognize in this thing was him, the villain. He was the fire priest from Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. But he was a bit over the top, I'll Not tell you. Not a single one of these main names means anything yeah. to me. You could be making all of these up. And uh, Juba Jabba Waba. Uh, oh, okay. I know I know bleach blonde hair girl. I know main character. I yeah. know friend zoned friend. I know assholey boyfriend. I know headmaster. I know dad. I know um, that's... Tony, Tony Lippy as Anthony Bag of Donuts. Oh, of course, Bag of Donuts. He's the best character in there, I'll tell you what. Anyway, Garrett's right. I named anybody that really should have a name, I think. Who's, who's going to take these donuts? Anyway. Do zombies even eat donuts? He had the best character arc, you know, really panicking. Yeah, he's so good. 
Uh, the he best. plays a croissant. Uh, <laughs> here's what the back of the Blu-ray has to say about Anna and the Apocalypse. A zombie apocalypse threatens the sleepy town of Little Haven at Christmas, forcing Anna and her friends to fight, slash, and sing their way to survival, facing the undead in a desperate race to reach their loved ones. But they soon discover that no one is safe in this new world, and with civilization falling apart around them, the only people they can truly rely on are each other. Well, All right. I mean, it, was, it wasn't the worst that's, back of the no, box. That's a good back yeah. of the box. Summed it up. <clears throat> well... Okay, we've kind of already said what we feel about it, so I'm definitely on the lower part of the totem pole here. I, I think you just need to fill in, color in those musical lines in your movie, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, painting. You don't ever jock rock your life? Like, making a sandwich, gonna put some peanut butter on it. I, I do that with everything. I'll just mm. anything. It just becomes a song. Oh, you should hear me harass the cat with music. Oh, God, that cat can't do anything without getting its own soundtrack. Whew, it's bad. What's the cat's name? Jarvis. So how often do you do an Iron Man and Jarvis type thing? Very rarely, surprisingly, <laughs> actually. Well, it's, how does this one kick off? So it starts off with the dad, Anna, and the friend who at the time I thought was her boyfriend, but turns out just to be her best friend. I thought it was her brother. Okay. <laughs> but I was so, wrong. Of an ambiguous relationship <laughs> in the car. And they're talking about... I thought he was like the gay best friend for the longest time. I did time. too. At first I was like, oh yeah, this dude's totally gay. No, unfortunately, he's just stuck solidly in that friend zone. She very politely, I will say, put she him did her in best his place. to spare his feelings. Yeah. And you know what? Shout outs to her for being polite about it. Yeah. But also, dude, I get you. Yeah. I mean, now he had the worst arc in this story because first he gets the worst news of his life and then his life is shortly over. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, they're in the car and they're talking about their future and her dad's like, oh, you know, you're going to go to university soon. Oh, they're all Scottish. So they talk. Some sort of strange English. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, not American, let alone Texas English. So, I mean, uh, thankfully, I had subtitles Texas, on. Texas English, the Lord's English. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they so, ain't speaking that Kentucky Fried English over there. So I was able to barely understand what they were saying. <laughs> subtitles, here we go. Uh, no, I mean, it was totally fine. I love the English accent. Um, but anyway, they're talking about how she's going to go to university and how proud he was. And she's uh, Anna's there. She's like, yeah, that's all tremendous news. Thanks. We also find out that her mom's gone. And well, the did first, we one ever of the first... find out what the fuck that was about? No, something bad happened to her mom. Well, I want to know how long ago it was because she breaks down at the word mom. And starts crying. I'm like, did this just fucking happen yesterday? Yeah, it seemed like it was relatively soon. They Grow up, you punk. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really talk. I mean, all we know is she died. Obviously, sadly. Okay, she died. Okay, I thought she may have just left. I no, thought she never a pack of cigarettes and never came back. Definitely dead. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and it was a sad death. And okay. it happened in the past. Could have been yesterday. Could have been years ago. But her mom is alternatively very proud, very disappointed, and then very proud of her throughout the uh, part of this movie. So her dad's like, oh, if only your mom could see you now. You're doing so great. And, uh, and then her mom would be rolling over in a grave. Yeah, and she's like, oh, I have to work tonight, so I can't go to the school talent show. And her dad's like, you just work too much. And she's like, no, I work exactly as much as you know I'm scheduled, because that's what jobs are. Uh, he's like, Because she's saving up to leave town. But we which, don't know this yeah, yet. But yeah, then she... She her, tells her friend, right? Like, oh, will you just just tell him and she's like and then her friend is like oh yeah anna's not going to school she's going to australia instead 
And he's like, uh, yeah. You, you blew it! Why would you say that? And he was like, well, you told me to tell him, which I, I'm on his side here. Uh, and so obviously her dad is now very disappointed in her and is like... Do you think that's the moment he got friend zoned? Oh, no, that I'm is it. Joking. She was like, you know what? I was this close, bro. So her dad's like, no, you're definitely going to school. And she's like, it's just for one year. I'm going to go to Australia and tour Australia. And then I'll come back and I'll go to school. And he's like... It's the standard, some kind of wonderful situation. Yeah. He's like, this Where's is the fucking money, Keith. So disappointing. You know, you got all these scholarships. You're going to throw away your future. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, and then he drops her off at school where he also works as the janitor. At first, I couldn't figure that out. And I was like, why is he getting out of the car? <laughs> like, What's going on <laughs> well, here? He likes to walk his senior daughter all the <laughs> way to the door. <laughs> as all senior daughters yeah. love. Uh, no, he's also the janitor at the school. Um, and then it cuts to the meeting. The blonde uh, student. Yes. The Annie <laughs> Lennox wannabe. She, and, and she has this whole like conversation where we, we clearly find out that she's um, you know gay. And um, yeah, that's she's kind talking of a, to her girlfriend and her girlfriend. She's like, oh, you know, my parents aren't home. And your girlfriend's like, yeah, I'm like busy. So go away. She's like, yeah. Oh, okay. Real shitty girlfriend. Yeah. Just bottom, bottom tier shit. Then she runs into the villain of the movie, the principal or no vice the headmaster headmaster, but Get vice headmaster, right, bro. Cause the other guy's the actual headmaster. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you need to take out this bit about our schools being terrible from your, the newspaper. And she's like, uh, it's an opinion piece. So go fuck yourself. And he's like, look, we need money from the council to buy new iPads, so don't piss them off, so your article's out of here. And I was like, you know what? I kind of get it. But, but to be fair, <laughs> how did she think that was going to fly? Yeah. <laughs> Let me trash our school and put it in the school paper. Speaking of school, you know, I don't know what they do over there in Scotland. Yeah. I'm not from there. No. But this school looks like a kindergarten building. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have been into a high school, but this is not one of those. <laughs> is, you you want to think, think high school, think prison. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There was a lot of shit on the walls. Like a, With a little B, bit of homecoming <laughs> stuff, yeah. It's like somebody is like, ah, I've seen a school <laughs> once in my life and went off and built a school. It's like a bunch of 40-year-olds are like, what was school like? <laughs> I feel very much this was a set that already existed. This is a school they got permission to film at. And it was like, keep the decorations up. Yeah, yeah. definitely. No, they, uh, they had in their quote-unquote cafeteria area, the chairs and tables. You remember the ones that had those attached gross like plastic discs that you would sit on as a kid yep mm -hmm. that's what they were sitting on i was like that's definitely an elementary kindergarten yeah. shit no we had like benches yeah we had yeah. actual benches not those horrible multicolored discs Look, they do things different over there all right <laughs> and these are <laughs> scottish space. schools exactly you don't we don't know so I, I was not passing judgment on the school set i was I, like i was i was like well that sure is an american look but. musicals are known for their sets yeah that's true so but yeah, the vice headmaster, when he comes on, it is like, let me twirl my mustache. I'm evil. You're just yeah. like, there was no way you did not realize that this guy is the villain of the piece, yeah, and my, which is hard to do when you have zombies. Right. My note's like, oh, it's the bad guy. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's so over the top evil. Uh, then it cuts and we meet another character. This is a uh, nameless guy one who's not, he's just there. He's like a film student. And he, Oh, this is the boyfriend of the singer. Anna friend yeah the singer the sexy singer so he's showing his like clip reel or whatever in some sort of film class and the teacher's like you're just not saying anything uh which is bad because it's due tomorrow and this sucks uh and he was like oh all right well that's a bummer i will go 
figure out, you know, how to make this better. I and literally boy, forgot this dude was in the movie. He's <laughs> very, he's up. like the most blase character. He's barely there. He's either Graham or Grant. Yeah. All right. Sure. Um, and one of the GGs. So then G, uh, goes to his, we meet his girlfriend. Well, they go to the cafeteria at this point where Anna Blondie Grant and Grant's girlfriend who grabs him and is like boyfriend. That's Lisa. Okay, okay, I will tell you this. You do not get to make out that much at school. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, but she's like, oh, are you going to come to the talent show? Because, you know, I'm going to sing a song for you. Because mama's singing a song. And, and he's like, oh, I probably won't be there. And she gets very sad at that. Well, that's your girlfriend. Why would you not be there to support yeah. your girlfriend's song at the talent super, show? Super dick move. But he doesn't come because he agreed to go with the blonde chick to film homeless people. <laughs> and let's 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 put that in perspective. The oh. the blonde girl. What is the blonde girl's name, Mark? Steph. Steph. Steph is basically masking her her sadness and the fact that she is portrayed to be a disappointment to her mother. And her mother is like left to go on trips and just leaves her behind. Her abandonment issues, she focuses on helping people in need, the poor, uh, the homeless, stuff like that, as a way to kind of compensate for that, to kind of, you know, like give back. And um, so she needs help filming some kind of like soup kitchen thing. Um, so, yeah, Grant's going to go with her to to help with that for good cause. Agreed. Cause. But at the same time, though, you're in a relationship, bro. you got responsibilities. Yeah. You better find a way to do both. Also, important thing that I sort of skimmed over, the headmaster steals this girl's car. He's like, you parked it at school, so now it belongs to me. I'm yeah, like, that's okay, not a thing. Maybe that works with like a fucking book, but you're not stealing somebody's car, headmaster. Like, pump your brakes, all right? <laughs> Ecstasy, maybe yeah. weed. Sure, they confiscate that. That's theirs. But a car, I think not. But in this school, he can just take her car. It's so, Chekhov's car. We're going to need that yes, later. that is why I came back to it. Uh, so yeah, so now we're at the cafeteria. It's lunchtime. and We've had two songs at this point, right? Have we? No, no we've this had is the one first song. song. We've had one. No, no, no. This is the second song, dude. This is the one. This is the I'm so sad song, right? Because everyone's life sucks, right? This is also now where we meet Anna's boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, one night stand. I don't know. Sexual one partner. One night stand. One night they, stand. They used to be buds. They fucked. And then after that, something happened. Yes. This is Nick. Nick. So Anna is in the... He's just a total tool of the whole movie. At, but she is just head over heels Why? with this guy. I don't know. Why? Because she's sitting at the, the lunch table. She's just like staring at him while he's doing his tool behavior. Uh, and her best friend, like, like he's a fucking bully. Yeah, he's bullying her best friend, and she doesn't really fucking care. She just totally like he. He's like, oh, I should have said something, you know, because he's like bullying someone, and she's like, like you could have done anything. Yeah, like, she's like, no, but you're a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, you remember? <laughs> like, <laughs> she's so mean to this dude. Pump those brakes. You're garbage, and he would have totally crushed you. Uh, <laughs> this is what a real man looks like yeah. over here. This so, is Nick. Uh, so that makes him sad. And so he starts singing a sad song and everyone starts singing about their sadness, right? So we've mm -hmm. got Steph who's all alone. And that song's called Hollywood Ending. Right. There's no such mm. thing as a Hollywood ending because everyone's sad. <laughs> Classic. Right? I love it. Anna's sad because now her dad's disappointed in her. Steph's sad because her girlfriend I don't her. think she was sad because her dad was disappointed. I think she was sad because her mom. I think when the dad was like, 
your mom would be disappointed. True. She's like, my dead mom. Well, no, well, there's a scene where Steph, the blonde, is like getting all frustrated and just like, my life is the worst. And then she oh, says yeah, the word yeah, mom. Yeah, that's a little bit later. And but looks yeah. She's up. like, at least, you know, at least you don't have a mom that's all disappointed in you. And then she goes, I'm so sorry. As if everyone knows that this chick's mom's dead. Yeah. And Anna runs off crying. That's why I'm like, when did her mom die? I like yesterday? Know. Like, that's a bit much. Despite being the lead of the movie and the movie's name, her motives are the most shallow, right? She's sad because her dad's mad or her mom's disappointed and she's also sad that the worst character in the movie doesn't like her like <laughs> so we got Steph who's sad because her girlfriend is a just a, a her, her girlfriend and her mom are negligent yeah video guy Grant is sad because his video sucks uh, God, man, being a kid is the best. Look at the problems that these children have. John, do you know youth is wasted on the young? <laughs> yeah, that came up. Uh, the best friend's sad because Anna uh, just cuckolds him. And like he's like, boy, you know who's way better? This other dude. And then we know Anna's just sad because she's a sad person. It's like that Simpsons quote where Homer's talking to Billy Corgan and Smashing Pumpkins. He's like, you guys are really good. It's like, eh, making teenagers sad is like shooting fish in a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a whole bunch of sad teenagers and they sing a song about how sad they are. And yep. then they go about their ways. And then I don't remember what happened. Then next. it's the, then that night it's the, um, the, uh, 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 oh, the, the talent, talent show. show, right. The talent show where basically everyone's kind of, you know, like, okay, we're going to move on to our thing. Uh, Blondie and Grant go to make their video. That's the last we see of them. Lisa. Well, that, let's not leave out the great penguin. Oh, we'll, song. we'll get to the penguin song. Yeah. That's first. That's first. Oh, yeah. It opens right. with the penguins singing what Mark considers the best song in the movie. No. My favorite dish is fish, mother flipper, and I eat it for the hell of it. A nice bit of halibut, that's not the only fish they got. Mackerel, mackerel. I could take more than a snack full. Salmon with some jam, and I could drink it by the temple. Haddock's always radical, I eat the fins, I eat the gills. Polycarp, flounder, gumpy, all fish is delicious to me. And we all wish that the 60s actor who played uh, Penguin would have sang this rap, but alas. Yo, Bats, yeah. check out my new rap. <laughs> Danny DeVito's there. I love it. I'm into it. Yeah. So, yes, we get the Penguin rap. Uh, and then the headmaster and the, the janitor dad are both like, oh, they're having a great time. The headmaster's like, this is terrible. I can't believe they're doing this. Yeah. He's like, can you imagine people having fun? It's really bothering me. And uh, then Lisa gets up there. At first, I thought she was going to sing Santa Baby, but no. It's her own version of Santa Baby, <laughs> yeah. which is way fucking dirtier. And you oh. know what? Shout outs to her for saying, I'm going for it. And also, let's point out that her dad's seat is empty. No, it's her boyfriend's seat. Is yeah. that her boyfriend's seat? Yeah. It's it was reserved for Grant. The, yeah. Oh, he, why would you reserve homeless. a seat for a kid? Because he want. I think this was her way of being like, Grant, will you fucking rail me already? Oh, yeah. This I need chick- my chimney cleared. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a line from the thing. Yeah. That's not John just being completely dirty uh, for no reason. So she As he it. mentioned, we're old men. Let's, yes. keep it, let's keep it a little bit safe. So, well, guys. in this song, it's just all about how much she is DTF. She is ready to go. She wants Santa to fuck her down hard. Yeah. You just told me to keep it clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing over there? Look, all I'm saying <laughs> is he's... <laughs> <laughs> just uh, so this song goes on for like three minutes, and yeah, 
she does look like a child. So okay, can we talk about the audience during this though? It's so great because every old first, man is like, yeah. <laughs> first, we cut to do like parents that are like, wait a minute, that is very sexual in nature, and then we cut to a few old guys who are like, fuck yeah, <laughs> like I'm, I love this song. Let me tell you. She's got topless dudes. I will cut in some of the lyrics so you do not have to try to recreate okay, it here thank for our you. audience. <laughs> hey, you know what? When we do this off, off, off Broadway, John, yeah. this is the role I'm playing. Super off Broadway in our backyards. Well, uh, look, you know, we have to uh, subvert expectations. So when we remake the musical Anna and the Apocalypse, will be Garrett and the Apocalypse. Love it. And then we... The headmaster goes up to shut it down, but he doesn't actually shut it down. No, the dad's like... He's just like, this is so lewd. I'm gonna let it continue. Yeah, oh, he's jerking it underneath that cabinet. Yeah, he's that dude's into it. Anger jerking, but <laughs> uh, I had to look up the lyrics to Lisa's song mm -hmm. and the the ones that just I've warmed your milk and made your favorite snack. So come on over and unload your sack. Yep. Laughed at that one <laughs> really it. hard. That Loved was a good it. one. Talking about cum. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for breaking it. Yeah. Thank, you, yes. Thank, you. Thank you for making that nope, obviously I'm, clear. Uh, I'm going to lay it out for everyone. So, yeah, I mean, that, that lady, she's ready to go. And I, I don't think her boyfriend's picked up on that yet. Her boyfriend's not there to pick up on it. He's trying to pick look, up on the she, blondie. If she's at the point where she's singing raunchy lyrics to him in public, I'm sure in private she has dropped some hints that he must have just bulldozed right through. That's, yeah... I don't this think dude. this is sign one, right? But I think this dude likes the blonde girl. No, uh, no, because no, the blonde, no, they I have the whole. Knows they the, love each other. It's just he just he really wants to make his film good, and he thinks like doing this like philanthropic like yeah. video will actually give him some substance. He loves so. his work. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Anna works, and Anna's you know doing bowling alley shit. She's like cleaning shoes and shutting it all down. Uh, and her best friend, she, what's what's his name? Which one? The best friend. Friend zone. Oh, friend podcast. zone. Yeah. Podcast. Podcast. John. John. I was so close with Bill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so John shows up and, you know, they're closing, uh, closing up shop. Um, and then he throws like a shoe and he's trying to get in the shoe return. And he just nails this poor old lady in the back it's of the, the head. It's the cleaning lady. Yeah. Just fucking knocks her right out. Uh, so I felt bad for that lady because mm -hmm. I was like, she was just doing her job. Like as an adult, I feel for other adults in these movies. She has a shitty job. She's an overnight cleaning lady. She cannot be happy about it. And she's getting nailed in the head with shoes by just rambunctious children. Look, as a kid who's beating people in the head by accident with things, I feel for this guy. Yeah. I, and so, I, all right, fair enough. So then they walk back and it's okay, like this part right here is really important because they're having a conversation of like, do you think we can continue to get past this? Do you think we can like, you know, move forward? I think you're doing the right thing. We got to just keep, yes. you know, doing. But then they lay in a empty playground in the snow. I feel so bad for friend zone here because I get it. If I were him and I was in love with this lady and then she's like, let's lay down and put our heads right next to each other. I'm going to tell you this really sad story and we're going to make snow angels. I'd be like, I'm getting all the signals here. Okay. 
but Anna don't owe him shit. Let's just be fair no, about that's this. Fair. You know, she is, she has a right to decide who and what. But like, of yes, of course. But I understand his confusion. Perspective is key for all sides of this. But yes, I could see how he thought it was gonna happen. But they lay in the the snow. They do angels, and then the scene pauses. He looks over at Anna, like kind of lifts his head up and looks over at her. The scene cuts, and then the next scene is basically this happy-go-lucky I'm a million miles away where we cut between John and Anna, right? both super happy and oblivious and everything. I was like, oh, they fucked. They fucked in that playground. No, they didn't. This is not the first time that he's probably been shut down by Anna, right? No. So she shouldn't be... She should know better than to let this man's mind wander into what-ifs. I don't think it was the... the I think this was the first time. I don't think, think it's ever been... come up. I think this is... You think so? Look, as someone who has held a flame for someone and not okay. said anything and basically been like, oh, this could be it, and then realized later, like, oh, God, no. She never even thought of it that way. Look, I can say 100% with hindsight and hormones taken out of the picture... This could be the first time. I don't know. That would make her very dense. Uh, she this, fucking walks around without oh noticing God. a zombie apocalypse. You're right. She's very dense. <laughs> Here, you know what that scene made me say? I was like, oh, I'm so glad I'm not a teenager anymore. <laughs> so it's the next morning now, and Anna wakes up, and we get a song about how happy she is, and I can't remember the lyrics or the name of the song. The song a, is called... Um, it's a fine song. I like it. Turning it. My Life Around? That might be it. Yeah, because it's turning my life around and it's like, I'm a million miles away. Yeah. And they keep saying that over and over. But the thing is, literally, you're flashing between her and John, who in all the previous scenes were downtrodden and bummed. And now they're both so excited after what? Hanging out together in a fucking playground? I swear to God, they fucked. But that's not actually what happened. No, Um, it's very confusing, though, what causes this 180. But also... Also, she has great pajamas, though. She does have great pajamas. Great penguin pajamas. Uh, teenagers are not known for their emotional consistency. Are you saying mood swings? Uh, it's a possibility what we could be looking at here is a classic teenage mood swing, a TMS. As, adult, as an adult who has mood swings, <laughs> I get it. Yeah. So that's what I think is happening here. Uh, so now Anna is... Fun, fun song, though. Even yeah. though the lyrics are very basic, like it is a very fun, catchy tune. Yes. And she has a good dance, you know, while she's walking. Uh, that's my... I have a note that says that dancing in this is terrible. I don't uh, think any of the choreography is good. What? There's a no, lot of... It's bad, dude. The dancing like in this movie is bad. I thought it was fine. There's a lot of head shaking going on. It's like a lot of hand pointing to the yeah, air, yeah, kind of yeah. like raising the roof type nonsense. I mean, our Scottish people were renowned for their rhythm. Um, like, I think they're working with what they had. Is, and they aren't did they the fine. ones that did river dance? Yeah. Quit making well, excuses then, yes. for the Scots. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the Irish. Oh, okay, we I, just so we just caused oh some boy. serious problems. Oh uh, Mark, edit, edit this out. Shit out. <laughs> We're sorry. Uh, no, the Scots are known for bagpiping and Jesus uh, Christ, William Wallace. <laughs> One of them's in the Simpsons. He's the janitor there. Yeah, uh, probably oh the most boy. famous. Oh boy. Uh, uh, so they had this whole Willie, dance number. <laughs> yeah, Willie. Willie hears you. Willie and don't this care. Is, this is the juxtaposition <laughs> song where basically they're acting like everything, life is wonderful, it's going to be great, but behind them, people are getting killed by zombies. Zombies, there's stuff happening, there's houses on fire. So when she walks to school every day, does she always go through the cemetery? That was so weird, but apparently so. Yeah. I, I, there's also a playground right next to this cemetery. Like classic. Yeah, just in fact, I think it leads into it. In the entrance of the cemetery, <laughs> there is a playground. You grow up, you die. Yeah. That's the message of the movie. Yeah, man. It's a memento moron right there, you know? <laughs> and then her and John meet in the cemetery and they have like a little like moment of like spinning each other around. And I thought someone was gonna let go and one was gonna bash their head on the edge of a, a gravestone and then turn into a zombie. Oh, uh, I was I like, was wrong. I was like, oh, they're a couple now. Because they're doing some well, couple again, dances. Doesn't that 
that lead credence to the fact that they probably fucked last night? If you had no like alternate information, it seemed yeah. like Look, that. we need a Look. director's cut that explains what happened between Snow Angel and Very Happy Morning. Look, they didn't fuck. No, they definitely. I know did they not. didn't. I know. <laughs> as she but tells him, you're the- my best friend. It's like, oh, just. Oh, hi, that. Johnny. You're like, my favorite customer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, doggy. Literally, the words out of her mouth is like, I want you to listen to me right now. Yeah. Yes. Oh, to be fair, though, she does. Let's give Anna credit, though, for breaking that to him a gently and being very clear. Like she, you could not ask for a better friend zoning. No, I totally agree. There's nothing ambiguous to that, but you got to deal with the 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 sadness. But you know what? You're like she did a good job. No questions. Cuddling in snow angels the day before. Nick, uh, I mean, there are some mixed signals, but when she does decide, all right, I'm drawn. Maybe she herself was unclear until that shopping cart scene. Perhaps we could refer to Robin Thicke. What does he think? <laughs> some blurred lines, if you will. Okay, now I need to point out, and I again, I know this is a musical. Yes. And it doesn't do either particularly well, the horror or the musical. <laughs> Nor particularly words. bad. I guess I should have said that. There's never mention again of any adult anybody in this film being like you guys listening to the goddamn news what's this pandemic about not one word period well i think it happens in the course of one day right the the they hear about this this flu like symptoms that happen day 1 and day 2 the world has collapsed yes outbreak but that would have been like the faculty Less. of this quote unquote kindergarten high school they're in would know about this stuff. Mark, we just went, we're in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> I can assure you the authorities <laughs> have no fucking clue. So they are just living. And also the headmaster of the school is like, uh, like a fucking uh, mustache twirling villain. He's jamming so the signal, bro. He can't wait for a pandemic. Is he the only faculty on staff at Seemingly this place? Seemingly so. It's him and the janitor. No, because <laughs> later on we have all those teachers like trapped in the, the teacher's lounge with the parents and stuff like that. Yeah, look, all I'm saying is very unbelievable that this wouldn't have come up in the I course find of the it movie. Yeah. Extremely believable. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they clearly have cell phones too. So yeah. in one day though. Yeah. Not even yeah, a day. No, look, I get Amber alerts about missing kids, you know, yeah, in yeah, a yeah. couple hours. They would have been like, hey, uh, world death pandemic. Yeah, in my most cold hearted moment, I turn that off. I do not need those Amber <laughs> alerts. I don't know where that Ford Pinto is. What, it, what, Sorry, Tommy. Look, let me tell you what. Here's here's a pro tip for the Amber alerts. Narrow that range. They're like, hey, someone got abducted 700 miles. You know how big Texas is? I don't know what, what... Oh, someone's abducted in El Paso? Okay, I'll keep my eyes out, like, you know, two days travel later. Like, what I, do you want me to do? I turned those off because they kept going off at like 5 a.m. Yeah, that too. Could you do some kidnapping at reasonable hours? <laughs> <laughs> Witching hour. Some of us are sleeping. Wow. Damn. Wow. I mean, to be fair. Do your crimes during the day. <laughs> Jesus, like a respectable criminal. I, I have also turned those off, <laughs> unfortunately. I mean, God, we're monsters. Look. What what do you want me to do? I'm going to look around. I'm indoors all the time. So I'm going to look around my room and go, all right, well, the kid's not here. Nope, no kid is here. Okay, we got to get back to this movie. You just have a pair of binoculars <laughs> looking for cars. What was that uh, What was that Christmas movie we watched where the guy was watching the kids with binoculars? <laughs> the, the, the titular yeah, line was Christmas you own, evil. Yeah. If you, you own binoculars, you're <laughs> automatically a creep. So, yeah, I, so I threw away my binoculars after that, which really hindered my Amber Alert awareness. I still okay. believe that to be true. Well, Anna and the apocalypse. So they make it to school. 
and uh, oh no no they don't no, they because don't, they right? don't because they hit this the zombie is our first zombie yeah comes at them while they're in this playground and uh, the night before during the pageant oh, the school is into attacked a zombie, yeah. and then everybody who was at that pageant is either dead or now holed up in the high school. Oh, right. right. That's right. That's right. Oh, yes. that's why they were there holed yeah. up. Okay. Yeah. I thought everyone went so, to school the next day and then it was like everybody to the teacher's lounge. Well, the so, reason uh, Anna and Tom were out and about is because they had to work that night. So yeah. they weren't in the school and they didn't get stuck in there with everybody else. So that's how our four main characters sort of are, are free and about, right? The blonde girl and the boyfriend went were... Went to shoot the movie with the homeless. Right. And Anna and her uh, friend were at work. Uh, and then we don't know why Nick, that's his name. I don't know the douchebag. We don't know why he's free, but he's well. I guess it's douchebag behavior to skip the talent show. Yeah, he's so. probably beating up people somewhere yeah. in an alley. So something. he was doing criminal behavior. Why do you think he had that bat? He's probably uh, the one with the Ford Pinto. Probably mm-hmm. ignoring Amber Alerts, just doing real terrible. No, be- no, causing <laughs> oh, Amber Alerts. Yeah, that's who this Nick is. Good God, you guys. Yeah, Nick is the worst character in this movie, and then we're supposed to feel like he has a redemption arc, but I'm sorry you have daddy issues. You're yeah. still a piece of shit. I, I did not feel like you were deemed himself you fucking monsters he had to kill his own dad Look, i don't believe and this is just for movies in general uh i don't believe if you've been evil i mean he's not evil but i'm just gonna say evil in general your whole life and you do one good thing you're not like you know what that balances out no it doesn't but i mean that's the what same movies time, want us to believe like he wasn't uh, really doing anything evil he just was being a dick to anna well he's he a just bully. wasn't like and john okay he was a bit of a bully but you know like He's not like fucking like drowning kittens. This isn't gummo. Do you know that? Have you seen a kitten and Nick at the same time? <laughs> I, oh, you got no, me there. There's no yeah. proof. <laughs> yeah. If there was, if there's no song, it didn't happen. Okay. Right. They probably had to cut that song. It's kitten drowning song. It's a big musical number. Anyway, so uh, they get scared and they run to the bowling alley where. Well, I uh, did like this scene, right? So the. They kill the zombie using a seesaw and they blow his head right off. Yes. And the zombie's head's still alive trying to bite their ankles. I dug that. And I like that this movie, they know what zombies are. This was very, this is very Shaun of the Dead interplay at this point. The dialogue becomes very Shaun of the Dead Dude, we're well past movies being able to go, what is this undead creature? Movies still try it though. This one, they were like, that's a zombie. And Anna was not buying that it was a zombie. She shut down. But her friend was like, this is some classic zombie shit. Uh, So that means she just beheaded a human then. Right. Very easily too. But, uh, uh, and then, yeah, they go, they're like, okay, we need to go to the school. There, there's going to be authorities, people who know what to do. We mm. got to get there. And that's their, their mission is to get to the school. At some point they meet up with the other two. And I don't remember how they do that. It's they, before they're, they're on, the Imperium. They are, they're on their way to school and there's like a bunch of like zombies and stuff. And they're like, we got to pull an audible and they end up going to the, um, the bowling alley or something right. like that. Yeah. Yeah. And at the bowling alley, that's where uh, Steph and uh, Grant Grant are. How they got there doesn't matter, but they're there, yeah. and they almost like battle each other. But then they recognize who they are. <gasps> that explains why Lisa's in that closet later on in the movie. They never left the the talent show because it got attacked at that time. Yeah. Okay. All right. You know that clears one of my biggest questions up. Never mind. Okay. Yes. So all four of our main characters end up in the bowling alley where they're all like. We're safe in here, but nope, they're not because... This um, bowling alley also has a ball pit. That's important. It's Chekhov's ball pit. Uh, I don't know that a lot of bowling alleys have ball pits, but this one does. 
I would like it better if it were bowling balls in the ball pit. Um, I'd probably hurt. That wouldn't be yeah, a fun ball pit at but all. That'd be a funny little gag. <laughs> um, so yes, they, they end up having to fight some zombies and um, you kind of see like the interplay between the characters. You get an idea that, okay, these, these people might be capable of uh, actually handling this or at least surviving long enough. Uh, we find they, out the cleaning ladies now a zombie. Yep. In the bathroom. Uh, so her day just went from bad to worse. <laughs> some, some, I'm going to say that John killed her with the shoe. Oh, he must have. But they were laughing about it and later. And then they left her on the ground and left. They're like, are you okay? All They're right, like, yeah, she'll wake up later. It's going to be a real funny story when she wakes up. Oh, that's... John committed <laughs> murder. <laughs> no, but the thing is, she was in the toilet. So she must have died, like, going to the bathroom somehow. I don't know. Elvis style. <laughs> oh, boy. Um... So they they end up like after fighting some zombies inside the bowling alley, they fall asleep in a ball pit, which the ball pit is arguably like maybe five by four feet. And there's four people inside of that. It's there's like no way pool. It's, it's filled with balls. It's yeah. orgy level tight in this thing. If you guys are all sleeping in it, it was also really why would awkward. you want to sleep in a ball pit? That seems very uncomfortable. Gross. And not very safe. They don't set up any watches. They're just like, all right, well, we killed all the zombies. Maybe out of sight, out of mind for zombies type thing. We also get the worst song in the movie, in my opinion, is whenever this kid's singing about staring at computer screens and I need a human voice. Staring at a screen in a neon haze. Whoa, lost in this machine and I can't engage. We've become technology made of code and Oh, right, because they they do go online, and they're like, all right, let's see what's going on on the internet, and they find a a zombie selfie hashtag, and I was like, that is definitely a million percent what would happen, Uh, and they were like, yeah, we deserve to go extinct. Because this is where they start talking about, like, oh, Justin Bieber's a zombie. Oh, my God, would you fuck Marley Cyrus as a zombie? Yeah, Yeah. baby. Who would survive? You know, would Robert Downey Jr., is he still a zombie? Uh, So that was was a Gordon Ramsay, totally survive. Agreed. Calling it right now. Uh, yeah, so that, that song was, a, I actually totally forgot about it. That's how bad it was. <laughs> What's funny is if you look up the songs on the internet, it has pictures for all the songs except for Human Voice. There's no video for it. Everyone else has a video. But They're like, no one's ever going to want to watch this song again. And based on who's singing these, I guess Chris is the dude who is filming. Yeah. So I think that's his character's name. Chris. Oh, we've been calling him Grant the whole time. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. So okay. in the role of Chris is Grant. <laughs> Uh, so then they find out on the internet that if they go to the school, the army is going to come and evacuate everybody. Um, oh, they find that out the day before, before they go to sleep. Yes. Because they're like, okay, we're going to go to sleep. We're going to wake up. We're going to go to the school and the army is going to evacuate us. Mm -hmm. Then they Mm -hmm. wake up and they look outside and all the soldiers are zombies. And they're like, well, this blows. Uh, but they still decide to go to the school because they're like, okay, our loved ones are probably at the school. Yeah, well, Lisa's there. Her dad is probably there because they're like, I didn't see my my you know, my dad this morning. Yeah, your He's mom. He's probably at or... school. Yeah, so they, they decide that they're going to go to school. And this is where we get a, a pretty entertaining scene where they decide to flip this uh, plastic kiddie pool upside down and kind of use it as a top like shield, um, kind of like a little covering to yeah, keep zombies from like, like getting into scene. them. 
And then at one point there's a, like a lot of zombies that they kind of like drop down and like kind of let it be like a little covering, like a turtle shell. They turtle shell themselves inside mm-hmm. of this. Uh, this is a solid snake cardboard box yes. moment. <laughs> Wink. Uh, and an old lady sits, an old lady zombie sits on him and pees. And oh, I laughed she at that. sits on Honest. fucking Steph's head. Steph's head. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, oh my God, is, they, is this zombie sitting on me? And then you hear peeing and I, I, I'll i be honest, I laughed yeah, out loud. Was I was like, scene. okay, fucking great. They uh, trigger one of the zombies who sees them and they all start like kind of getting attacked. Well, it's because Anna, for no good reason, is like, I'm going to lift up this side. And a zombie sees her and starts coming. Uh, and then Nick comes and saves the day. Well, they think they're getting attacked because there's blood splattering on top of the thing. And they're like, what's going on out there? And then they, they lift it up or it gets lifted up by Nick. And then Nick's like, Oi! You know, like <laughs> I'm Nick. I'm Nick. I fought these zombies. I don't know what what the accent yeah. that was, but whatever. Who <laughs> and cares? And he's having the time of his life. Now we should say intercut. Like we're telling this is like two separate stories, but also intercut here. They do go to the school. The movie cuts to the school every once in a while, and we see that all the people are like holed up in the cafeteria. The villain is getting more and more villainy. The vice headmaster is now the headmaster yeah. because the headmaster's dead, and so he's taking this. He's Very let the serious. power go to his head right away. Yeah, like. 12 seconds in he's like we've got procedures and he's just yelling at everybody um and we know that lisa is with her grandma or chris's grandma and chris's grandma has a a heart condition um oh so that was that old lady at the talent show yeah he's supposed to be there with his grandma right okay so he stood his grandma and his girlfriend guy's a real dick Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. grant doesn't deserve lisa that's all i'm saying chris Chris doesn't deserve Lisa. Yeah, Grant probably doesn't either. Grant, Chris, same guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so all the adults are like trying to figure out what to do. And the villain guy is like, look, I'm in charge because I'm a headmaster of a school. And you're just a fucking janitor because he's a real dick. Uh, so yeah. why don't you go clean a hallway or something? They should have cued that Lord of the Rings scene. You have no power here. Yeah, that would have been excellent. Uh, so that's what's going on in the school. Real like Lord of the fucking flies type situation. Society is breaking down in that school very mm-hmm. rapidly while these kids are all trying to get there. I love how calm everyone reacts to the headmaster being like, I'm in control. They're like, all right, bro, you got this. He's got like a binder. He's like, there are procedures. It's like, dude. Just there's no zombie procedure. I'm Somebody sure. Somebody should have socked him in the nose. That would have saved a lot of problems. This yeah. guy, this guy could have gotten blown over by the wind. That's <laughs> right. But then we get Nick's song. I like Nick's song. I will disagree. With I lyrics, did not like, like Nick's song. When it comes to killing zombies, I'm the top of my class. Yeah, that's Why the lyric. Why you've been hiding? I've been kicking some ass. It's like fuck off. I liked it. <laughs> I was like, all right, Nick. I, mean, I would you're a expect dick, but... this level of lyric from a high school kid. But at the same time, as a form of entertainment, I expected better lyrics than You know, this. I would have appreciated more if this dude was on a fucking T-bird in a black jacket, like, knocking zombie heads that way. Like, really throw back to those classic, you know, roaming gangs of <laughs> 50s children and, not children, but teens. Okay. If they showed up looking like the dudes from Greece, I would have yes. been okay. I think that would have made the scene better. Yeah. Well, noted for our remake version <laughs> uh, of this movie. Pop collars. You know. <laughs> So they kill a bunch of zombies. They have a great song that my co-hosts in their musical uh, wrongness dislike. Ineptitude. Yes. Uh, uh, Totally slaps. So does not slap. (laughs) Life is a big game. When it's over, you're done for. I'm taking my aim for the maximum high score. Look. That's fucking trash, dude. It's trash. (laughs) Let me tell you what. You just take lyrics out of context of any song. And spoiler, all lyrics are basic and suck. I uh, might... I. 
counterpoint with the monster mash. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, it, point exactly. Point Fantastic. Taken. Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? Get fucked, John. You yeah. don't know what you're talking Real about. Basic ass shit. So. You got to listen to it in context. Fat bottom girls, need I say more? Yeah, I love that song. Uh, very, very basic. Sex Farm by Spinal Tap. <laughs> I'm going to stop naming random ass I'll songs. stab, I'll slash, I'll ground, I'll pound. When there's a job to do, I don't fuck around. Perfect. What's, you can't just read it out of context. You got to play the song. In the context of the song, it's catchy. We're going to get stabbed in a second, Mark. <laughs> no, I don't. Look, I mean, whatever. Step one. I mean, it is good within the context. Step one. Y'all shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's good within the context of this movie. Am it I does. Like, it does work in the context of this movie. Am I like, oh, this is a fucking banger? Put it on your playlist. Show me like, your iTunes library, yeah. John. Where is this one? Uh, number one, obviously. Uh, okay, I've listened to it like seven million times. But Spotify Rap 2021, number one <laughs> fucking song of this yeah. year for John. Yeah, somehow in the last week, that's how much I've listened to it. Uh, but you know, this gotta, was a fun scene. The I I did not like the song at all, but this. This was a fun scene where basically you see that uh, Grant and his cronies are just having way too much fun being able to kill and just be their their true Lord of the Flies selves. Right. They're they're just uh, violent hoodlums like we knew the whole time. So they kill all the zombies and they start walking. Now they the two groups merge. Yeah, they're like, if you want it, come with me if you want to live. Right. And they're like, all right, we're all going to the school. And this is where the movie kind of takes its breath. And now we see uh, you know, all the different characters interact. This is uh, where we get the friend zone scene. Right. This is like the most important of it is Anna and John are walking. Anna's like inside of a shopping cart and John's pushing. And, looks and she like, goes, friend. Right. Well, it looks like and John. Then he's like, and then he's like, let me in the shopping cart. And they swap places. I'm like, you're not going to do this bullshit in the middle to of a be zombie fair, attack. He did kind of like when he was like, well, at least now you can't go anywhere. And she, like, this has been her dream, dude. Like, don't well, point out that she just lost her dream on top of her mom yesterday. You know, <laughs> I mean, we he don't was know. trying. Look, I get it. Right. He was trying to. He's he like, was. Look. He was seeing from his perspective, a positive in this negative. Right. And unfortunately, it contradicted with what she also, wants. Right before before this, someone did mention, I don't remember exactly right, but it's like, we could all die. Uh, and I think that sunk in and he's like, right, this is might be my last opportunity to shoot my shot. So he was sort of easing his way in by being like, well, you know, there's some positives, right? You'll still be here and we could still be together. She, yeah. she friend zones him. And then, yeah, he switches and she, you know, tries to improve his mood. You he know. does do an amazing job of accepting and moving on quite a quite quickly. pretty quick right I which mean, good for him good yeah. for him for not letting this like break him down at this time because he's like he's in the cart kind of like holding back tears literally in the next scene he's like you know what i am her best friend i'm going to continue to be that and he's like i remember all the names of the reindeers yeah right because that was the thing when they were doing the snow angels they were trying to name the reindeer and so call back to that scene and now they move on and i agree i think everyone handled it very maturely so they are like, okay, we could go right. They are right in front of like a tree, uh, a Christmas, Christmas tree, tree warehouse. Yes. I've never seen a store like this. Maybe it's a Scottish thing, but it's like just thousands of Christmas trees in this giant warehouse. I don't understand how they ended up in there or why. Yeah. What path are they? This cannot be how they walk no. to school every day. <laughs> we got to go through the fucking deciduous forest <laughs> to get to school. Yeah. They, Look, they, someone had the idea to have a bunch of zombies jump out of Christmas trees and damn it, they're going to find a way yeah. to do it. I understand how it made it on the script, <laughs> yeah. but it doesn't make any logical like, sense of why they're in there. They no. like fern gully to forest and put it inside <laughs> of this warehouse and they're like, okay, we can go around this warehouse, but 
it's going to take us like 17 days. Or so they had a lot of inventory for what is probably Christmas Eve right. or some shit. Uh, or anyway, that doesn't matter. I just was thinking yeah, it's about crazy, it. right? Or December sixteenth th- is when it was. Okay, oh, that's still I'm a lot. Of, that's still a lot of inventory, right? Um, so like we can go around, but it's going to take forever. Or we could go through the mines of Moria, and <laughs> they decide. We'll let the hobbits decide. <laughs> <laughs> right. So they all look at John, and he's like, "Let's go through." Uh, no, so they decide to go through because apparently this is it's a, faster. Yeah, this building is miles long in either direction. There's no way around it. We have to get the main character to get her giant candy cane that has the same solidity of a baseball yeah. bat and also, not a plastic and fucking a, yard and, ornament. And a spike that could impale a <laughs> right. horse. Right. Nobody's <laughs> ever made an ornament like this before, like no. ever. But I was really a problem. I had a big problem with that. I was like, how is that doing any damage? And then I heard the bat noise like conk. I'm like, yeah. oh, it's a fucking wooden oh, thing. Yeah, it's vintage. It's This is a pre-war candy cane back when they had no rules. <laughs> it's a right. lawn dart that's been bent and painted. <laughs> when uh, everything was still made with lead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they go through and shit immediately hits the fan, right? So this we finally characters start dropping. First one to go, poor John. No, no. First one to go was all of um, oh, all of the Grant's hoodlums. friends, yeah. all his hood, hood friends. They basically all get jumped by zombies that that pop out of Christmas trees. <laughs> what were those zombies doing? Do, do zombies for ambush. just wait in Christmas trees? Well, they do kind of allude to the fact that they don't, they're not supposed to be doing anything. They're just kind of like chilling. But usually like the movie's inconsistent because sometimes they ramble yeah. and, back, and shuffle back and forth. And sometimes they're perfectly still and like, we'll just stand here silently. Kind of like girl with all the gifts style. Oh, yeah, and there's a fake scare where they get jumped by a teddy bear to the lower our guard. Love that teddy bear jump yeah. scare. So that was a solid one. And then the real zombie. A little come. Mrs. Claus bear. And I was like, oh, that's adorable. Yeah. Who put that in a Christmas tree? Doesn't matter. Then the zombies come. Hoodlums get it. They are running through. The group gets split up. Um, a tree. So Anna and John are running, and a tree falls right behind them. And then Steph immediately stop and go, break left. I was like, if you can't jump a three-foot Christmas <laughs> tree on its side, bro, you're not surviving this zombie it's apocalypse. Impossible barrier. I like to think that this musical universe that this movie takes place in decided not to show us all the zombie numbers that they're doing. Oh. So that's why they're actually at this conifer tree sale lot. Yeah. They're, they were doing a musical number and they got interrupted. <laughs> that's zombie music, I assume. I want a brain for Christmas. No, okay. Look, if you're going to make a zombie musical, I agree. Let me see some zombie musical numbers. Yes, that would make this movie better. <laughs> I agree. I didn't know I wanted that till now. Excellent, Mark. Get on that Hollywood. Your insides should be in my belly. <laughs> Brains. <laughs> that could be the chorus, you know? Anyway. Send help, people. <laughs> um, basically, all the side characters die. Then we got our main group. Uh, Chris Grant drops his phone and runs back to it. And they're like, what are you doing, you moron? Which is totally fair. And he's like, these are where all my memories are. And I was like, oh, all right, dude. I get yeah. it. That's I get that. Get a new phone. That's right. all I'm saying. He had the videos of his grandma. He's like convinced his grandma is dead. He's like, she's old. She cannot handle this zombie situation. Zero percent chance she's alive. And also, I mean, the whole reason she's in this movie is just to break that kid's heart. We only find out about her is so that later we could find out that, yeah, 
she did die. And it's really sad. Well, that's one thing I had a real problem with is every character had someone close to them they had to sacrifice or accept the fact was dead. And it was like everyone had to deal with that moment. It was like, yeah, we've done this. Like, yeah. I get it. They're all going to kind of behave somewhat similar, you know. But anyway, so yeah, everyone gets fucked up. Uh, Chris basically at this point is like, I remembered all the reindeer. He tells them and he puts his hands up like, ta-da, and he gets bit in the hand. Oh, no. Anna now has to basically accept that her friend that she just friend-zoned is now going to turn into a zombie. And they have this moment of like, just go and leave me. It's the best thing I can do for you. And she's like, I don't want to, but I understand. So she has yeah. to go. And she then, like wiles out. I get it. It's very sad. And then she gets her candy cane and kicks some zombie ass. Yes. Uh, in, in revenge and they're like all right let's regroup and then she's like all right nick you're my new best friend uh and they regroup and they go to the school because the loss of john is what triggers her transformation into this movie's heroine yeah that's true that was mm-hmm. that's her that's her break um so they do get to the school finally after this and find out the school has just devolved into chaos right so they meet the headmaster sitting at the desk, just doing some strange ass headmaster no, shit. No, he's no, just no, eating no. his Christmas dinner. Yes, oh, okay. he's eating his Christmas dinner in the weirdest fashion possible. I applaud it. <laughs> uh, and he's like, "Oh yeah, good thing you made it here. Your parents are right over there." Uh, and brings them into the like teacher student lounge, and turns out they're all fucking zombies, and he locks them in there. Teacher student lounge. <laughs> student. <laughs> but I think you're 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 messing up your uh, kindergarten. That was literally yeah. the cafeteria <laughs> area. <laughs> <laughs> brings them to the cafeteria and locks them in there, and then is the like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This making, doesn't have one of those in here. <laughs> just making shit up now. He brings them into a room with a bunch of zombies, locks it, them in there, and it's is like, all, it's all their parents. Yeah, and it's like you're not so smug now, are you? And it's like, God, what a fucking dick and this was great though because at this point he locks him in there and they're like why would you do this and he's like let me tell you and then he like goes into his song which is like i'm evil accept it i'm evil it's you know you're very, like, yeah it's, it's a very veruca salt moment yeah yes. i want it now yeah. you know fucking run around youth is wasted on the young but i'm gonna kill everybody and be in charge and be the best the song is nothing's gonna stop me now and i love that and i was just like and he does a really fun song and i i, I the I thought, I was like, well, this is the only adult who has a singing role. I wonder if this is the director or the writer. Um, I don't think it is. No, I think it's just he's the villain. In every musical, the villain's got to have a good number. He had a great number. So um, he's just like, gotta go. And then they're like, wait a minute. I'll use my giant candy cane spike to break this lock. And then Anna does and then opens the gate. They all jump out of this uh, zombie parent room, this zombie parent teacher lounge. And um, then they're on the chase. But... They've got to split up because Steph and uh, Chris, she's like, y'all go get the keys. And then like, we're going to go find my dad oh, yeah, her and right, Grant. Right, and yeah. Grant's like, okay, cool. Because Grant, I, oh God, I just do not understand. Like after all this, she's still like, oh, Grant, he's so dreamy. I'm like, bro, you hate him. But anyway, it's at this moment when they start to split up, like right when Steph and Chris leave, he's like, wait a minute, that's Lisa's song. And then he goes and finds Lisa in a closet and she's like, I was here. I was waiting. Oh, your grandma died, by the way. Yeah. She's on the ground. <laughs> she she waited for you, but her heart gave out and died. And I was like, why? Why is this in the movie? It's so he could have a, an emotional moment too, like everyone else. And then she's like, he's like, well, at least she didn't become a zombie. And she's like, yeah. And then they get up and they kiss and they're so happy to be together. I wish at that moment she had become a zombie. Just like woke it up and fucking bitten them both. That would have been gangster. Jeez. Now for me, you said Chris and Grant in the same. Sense. I'm sorry, Are you Chris speaking and about Steph. the same person or is those no, no, two no, no. People? This is different. Grant is with Anna. Grant is John. with Anna. There are no, no Grants John's in this dead. movie. No, John's Grant. dead. 
Nick. Nick is with Anna. Who the fuck is Nick? Nick, Nick is with Anna? He's the Nick, asshole. Yeah, the Nick bully. is the asshole. Oh, I thought that was Grant. No, Grant, Grant is the cameraman. No, Chris is the no, cameraman. There is no Grant then. There is a Grant. Oh, who's Grant? Who's Grant? <laughs> Look, I think um, I think it's just one of the one of his roving gang members. Oh, okay. One of the Nick. Well, why the fuck would you throw that name out at the beginning of this podcast? You know we're not going to remember any of these people. <laughs> None of these people look like their characters in the movie, so I just read off the names and thought maybe because you know what it is. Chris doesn't have a picture. Ah, okay. Oh. So Chris is with Steph. And Lisa now. Yes. And Nick and Anna are okay. going to find Anna's dad. Okay. Got it. Got it. All right. Yes. So that happens. So um, Steph eventually, it's all fucking chaos at this point. Uh, Steph goes to get her car keys locked in the principal's office. She does. But while she's in there. Um, well, they have a good idea, right? Their idea is to distract the zombies by playing a video, the video that Chris has been taking on his phone this whole time. And it's like this really sweet video of like all their friend groups and everything. And so they use that. The zombies all get distracted by the TV. I don't remember that at all. But. And then, yeah, then they sneak by them. They get the keys and well, then the phone runs out of batteries. Well, they end up behind the TV and Steph gets the, the, the keys and she's like, come on, let's go crawl out of there. And as they do, like they get caught by the zombies and they get bitten. Lisa and Chris, the lovers get bitten. And at this point, Steph's like, all right, you magnificent bastards. I'm going to go and save everybody else. Y'all do your thing. Cause they know it's over for them. So they basically start kissing. I wanted them in this like close up shot of them coming together and kissing each other's lips, like softly and everything like that for one of them just to bite into the other one during the kiss. I, I was like, that would have been rad. Anything to happen. Cause they lingered on them kissing for an, like inappropriately long. They time. don't, they just, they just kiss and then later turn into zombies. But and it then, takes, it's a long kiss too long. It takes a while to turn. I mean, I mean it's they could have cut away. It's we, not 20 we days later. what was happening. I really thought that the movie was going to have something to say about media consumption and being a zombie. Yeah. Because yeah. they, like you said, all the zombies stop and start watching TV. Yeah. I was like, okay, what are you doing with this? That's plot a real point? Shaun of the Dead type thing. And they do and nothing with it. No, they never make absolutely nothing with reference it. to that like limitation of zombies ever again. Also, like, you just found a massive weak point for the zombies. Yeah. Like, you know, Trina Busan, they can't see in the dark. Now, oh, yeah. we can distract them with media. That and we been, could win the day. That would have been clever. No. They didn't do any of that shit. Now, also, I liked how when the phone ran out of battery, it makes a loud, like all phones do, a loud beep and then puts up a out of battery notice on the <laughs> screen while beeping. I was like, yeah, of course. What phones do? Nokia. Yeah. Uh, you know, to, to just like, uh, it, it shakes the zombies loose of their... And then the thing that pisses me off also, it's like, if you're distracted by something on TV, you're going to be distracted by the loud beeping and the flashing thing too. No, they, they not somehow sell, know they're like, oh, like, low oh, battery. Show's over. Fuck this. Let's get yeah. back to it, boys. I'm ready to bite somebody. So we cut back to um, Nick and Anna who are now in the gymnasium or the, the, the theater where the talent show happened. Oh, that's right. He said, oh, they have a conversation where he admits like I had to kill my dad. Yeah. So don't tell me that I don't know what it's like to suffer. Blah, 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 blah. Because he's like, blah. look, I, I don't know why you don't, you're mad at me. Like, I'm sorry. I didn't tell anybody that we banged. And she's like, dude, that I don't care about what that. What was it? I missed it. What so was the thing she, she was, was mad, mad because after they had sex, they had all these talks of the future and like all okay. their plans. And then the next day he was like, uh, totally distant with her. And she was like, I thought that meant something. And he was like, oh. Uh, and she was like, that's it? That's, that's, all you, it. that's all you have to say is oh? And she, Speaking of people with bad expectations of what they expect from someone, Anna's just as guilty as friend zone. Oh, 
I mean, all of these kids need to learn the value of communication, but also I remember, right, they're children, and this is exactly the kind of shit that happens, right? If these two people had just talked and been like, hey, I thought we were going to be a thing, and he was like, no, we were, you know, not. Nick, I planned our whole lives out in 45 minutes. Why aren't you sticking to the plan? Uh, Yeah, she really did, like, jump the gun, Uh, but anyway. Put a ring on it, sister. Yeah. Beyonce, that shit. That's it. But then so, yeah, they he, get attacked he, by zombies. And he's sacrificing. He's, he's like, just go. I'll protect you. You got to go find your dad. I'm redeeming myself, which I don't care. After all the assholeness he was, yeah. this didn't redeem shit for me. Though, and I, I agree. He is definitely an asshole, but also he's not an asshole for the reason Anna thinks he's an asshole. Doesn't matter. The audience knows better. He's an asshole mm-hmm. for being an asshole, not for like, you know. The bullshit. Marrying this woman after 45 minutes of knowing each other. Um, right. He's still drowning cats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. He's not drowning He's cats. got other character flaws, such as kitten killing, yes. uh, oh, that God. are holding him back. Why did I even say it? Uh, so anyway, now Anna ends up in the theater, and like Garrett said, her dad's all tied up, very dramatic. Why, and why just him? Why just tie up her dad? And it's not even, like, great binding. Like, she takes it off of him in two seconds yeah. like dude could have wriggled out of that he could shit not figure immediately. it out <laughs> and it was it, like and you're free dad go <laughs> he could he could i'm gonna flex and bust out of this <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. she's just like oh it's like a little scotch tape right here <laughs> dad this isn't even tied in a knot yeah oh like actually you're not even tied at all dude it's just on you this it's is christmas great. tinsel <laughs> yeah so um, they just throw a net on somebody <laughs> and they can't get out of the yeah. net <laughs> just collapses <laughs> yeah. yeah so basically the the headmaster's like i got your dad and there's nothing you can do to stop me and he's like and she's in the like the auditorium with all the zombies shuffling around her and she's like time for a song where I'm gonna become my own hero and I don't remember the name of the song but it's like I'll give him a hell of a show or something yeah, like that which is let's a good give song. him a show and yes. she fucks some zombies up with that incredible candy cane mm-hmm. uh, like Mark said his construction is extraordinary it's it doesn't a, even it's a candy chip. cane lance yeah yeah it's got a very sharp edge the painting is just perfect uh, it's covered in blood at this point so yeah, that's beautiful but structurally sound the music is or, I mean, the, the movie really is gorgeous, though. Yeah. Like, the lighting and the colors they use, they do a fantastic job with so this. So she fucks up a bunch of zombies and gets to the stage and is like, dude, why are you so fucking evil? Uh, well, she gets to untie her dad, and he's just like, all right, I'll let you do that. And I'm just like, guys. Yeah, and then her dad and the headmaster get in, like, the saddest middle-aged man fight ever. You would call it a scuffle. Yeah, where they're really just sort of grabbing each other's shoulders and shaking one another. I think he punches him in the stomach at some point, but yeah. Yeah, it was pretty subpar. It's and I was pretty like, weak. And also what I didn't like, one of the few things I didn't like about this movie is through that pathetic scuffle, Anna's just standing there. Like, she's been shown to be a very proactive person, but she's just watching her dad, like, shake this other guy. Well, this was the moment of the movie. I was like, are they going to actually kill a human? Because they hadn't ever actually done that in this movie up until this point. Only zombies attacking, you know, humans. And most of the killing was off screen. The actual, like, killing part of it. You know, biting and stuff happened. But I was like, oh, is she going to impale this headmaster? Are we going to see them kill a human? gangster. No. They do the typical thing of, you know, we're going to let the situation take care of it. There's a Chekhov star at the beginning of this movie from the, the set design that swings and knocks the headmaster into the pit of zombies down below where he gets bit and chewed up and turns into a zombie. And we also... It's a prop for like the manger, the star over Bethlehem. Exactly, exactly. And at this point, you know, she's like, all right, let's go, dad. And he's like, I've been bit. And she's like, but no, 
I've already lost my mom 35 minutes ago. I can't deal with this too. And he's like, he's like, your mom would be so proud of you to see you be a zombie killer. Your mom who rapidly changes from not proud to proud to you has very, very uh, rapid emotions. Now also, is proud who is he of you. to speak for her? Yeah, that's true. You know but at the beginning of the movie, she was proud, then disappointed, and now proud again. Uh, all within two days. So what a wild emotional swing for it's that mother. Real, real journey. But now Nick comes and Mark, and, you're so quiet during this episode. <laughs> I don't have a lot to say. Yeah. Well, Nick, we're almost here at the Would end. Would you like right? to sing it? No. no. Okay. <laughs> uh, Nick comes and pulls Anna away and her dad's like, That's I love you, Anna. She's like, well, I can put you out of your misery type conversation. Yeah, yes, you want me to help you. And then he goes and he looks at her and then Nick goes, no. Like he jumps in front and he's like, you do not want this burden. Like you do not want the the pain that comes with killing your father. I think the dad said no too. afterwards. He was like, yeah. he's like, he's right. No, you don't want to do this. And that's when, cause at first he's like, I'm not fond of your boyfriend. She's like, he's not my boyfriend. And he's like, well, that's good news. Yeah. I did like Typical that. dad. And I was like, awesome. And then Nick jumps in though. was like, you do not want the, the trauma of having to kill your parent, turn into a zombie. And the dad's like, he's right. So you guys get out of here. Go live your lives. You're young and free. You've got the world ahead of you. Go live your dreams in Zombieville. And um, she's like, I'll always love you. And then um, she leaves. Yeah, leaves so her dad to it. Right. Which, I mean, makes sense. So they leave the gym and there's zombies everywhere, right? And it's like, oh, fuck. How are they going to get out of this? Uh-huh. Steph in the car shows up. Boom. Runs over a bunch well, of zombies. They have a song, which I thought was completely unnecessary, where they basically, like, they go outside. Mm, it is. Just, that's my review of this whole movie. <laughs> completely unnecessary. <laughs> this the, There's so much open space. They could have easily gotten away, but because there's, like, a peppered, like, five zombies around them over the course of, like, 500 yards, they're like, well, this is it. We're surrounded. It's all over. They go back to back and sing a song of, like, if only things could have been better. There's no such thing as a Hollywood ending. Oh, is that no? I thought that was the car they recapped. Oh, at. maybe they sing that again in the car. I mean, this movie does. I will end. believe. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's basically, basically, like I believe, like I can, we can have a future. I believe, you know, like regardless of all this, I haven't lost my, you know, what I want to do and who I am. I'm still type. going to Australia. Yeah, that kind of <laughs> shit. You know, like the desperation, like, well, if it's got to end, I'm doing it my right. way. And um, so they're back to back, and then out here you're, bam, 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 and then Steph pulls up in her car, and she's like, boom, saved you, which I thought was a cool clever little fun yeah line. she's like now nah, i saved your life i was like all right cool they get in the car they drive off and then they have the um the throwback to there's no such thing as a hollywood ending as everyone has dealt with some kind of like horrific trauma to get through things but this time is a little bit of a spin on it because they are alive and what does it truly mean to have a hollywood ending is it well, just to ask, be alive i mean i think it ends i think this movie ends on a sad note right of them realizing the shittiness of their situation and why john dies first uh, because they're in the car and they're like, all right, where do we go now? And they all just stop talking. And that's when they, they do that yeah. like a reprise of no such thing as a Hollywood ending. Uh, because yeah, like what do you do now? The whole world is filled with fucking zombies and all they have is three teenagers and you know, half a tank of gas. Like, or at least Scotland is filled with zombies. Yeah. Based on the fact that it was like on the internet and all this, it looked like it was everywhere. The B if Bieber was a zombie, it's everywhere. Yeah, You're right. That's Good true. point. Justin mm -hmm. Bieber. So, you know, it's he like ain't going to Scotland anytime soon. Great. They're alive, but everyone they care about's dead. But at what cost? Yeah. And like, what do you do now with your life? Anna and the TJ Maxx. She <laughs> just goes and holes up in department stores. That's the sequel. I like it. <laughs> I like it. And then we get the stupidest point of the whole movie. We get a fucking jump scare right before the credits. Where a zombie Santa jumps up and 
rouse oh, yeah. at you. That was and so then dumb. it cuts to a National Lampoon animated like intro holiday song. I like as the credits. It was really fun, yeah. but it was very much a like, you know, National Lampoon Christmas kind of like intro. What but, a time to be alive. Okay. I believe is the name of that one. But yeah. Okay. Right on. So and then the end. No, no after credit scene. I stayed. I also checked. Yeah. I also checked. Nothing. So that's it. That's that. So question, you get bit by a zombie. Mm-hmm. You going down swinging or are you just going to basically like chill out someplace and turn on your switch and play a little Metroid or something? You're going to go fucking drink as much alcohol. You're going to mm-hmm. set yourself on fire, take out well, as I many zombies depends, with you. Right. If I'm like at my house and I, yeah, I probably just, you know, try to go peacefully. But if sacrifice would save like, you know, friends or family or whatever. Yeah. All right, okay. Let's, s- let's say that it's not going to save oh, anything. Well, yeah. Just, I mean, I'm just it's gonna... you, it's you basically deciding how you're going to fucking live out the last life. John would watch Anna and the Apocalypse. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think drinking's probably the best bet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. What's a drunk zombie, right? All, Maybe I'll be ineffectual. I'll try to find all the hard drugs swore off. You're going to mandy that shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't have enough time though, unless you keep a yeah, stockpile. Right. I wouldn't yeah. even know where to start. Right. You know, like any of you zombies got any heroin? Try, try the headmaster's office. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Who's got a cocaine guy? Yeah. We're the crackhead zombies. I, I think I would try to go out swinging, taking out as many as I can. Just like berserker that shit. I'd probably try to empty my bar. I'd be very disappointed with myself because as I've mentioned many times, biting is a very inefficient way. Like, why didn't I wear long sleeves? <laughs> That's not going to stop a bite if you really want. No, to it definitely anyway. would. If you got like two or three layers Sean, give me on, your arm. Let me give me your arm. You're going to get dense, but you're give not going to break skin. I don't want you to bite me, but it's not going <laughs> to feel pleasant, but it's not going to break skin. I also like the soldiers have like fucking Kevlar. They're getting bitten through. It's like. Anyway, this is just my general zombie angerness about it. And I got bit on the nose. Not important for this movie. Uh, I look past it, but biting is not effectual. Everyone would have rabies if biting was a great way to spread disease. Yep. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) But I don't like this movie. I don't recommend it. Uh, I I mean, all right. I recommend it in that. (laughs) Here we go. Here comes the retcon. It is a fine movie and it is enjoyable. And if it's on and it's for free, watch it. I don't recommend it if you have to pay three ninety nine to Apple to watch it because I don't know that I got four dollars worth out of it. But for free somewhere, it's a massively low wow, bar. That is super low. <laughs> uh, that's if you happen the... to trip over this on your way out the door, put it in your Blu ray. Look, if you break your neck and you're in traction for a month and it just happens to be on the the, the TV at the hospital, right. give it a watch. It's a it's a five out of ten movie, right? I'm you sorry, bro. That's the most limp dick fucking recommendation I've ever heard. You don't strive. <laughs> it's true, man. He's, he started out so strong. No, like, yeah, I whatever. I you can nev- do better things in your life. <laughs> I was never that strong. I said it was fine, and I didn't do anything particularly well, and I stand by that. Okay, if look, it's look, on, look, 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 watch gonna, it. I'm going to cut you some slack, because I know you had Give to- me his arm. I'm going to bite him. <laughs> you had to set yourself up on the other end of the boxing ring, because I'm over here being so negative. No, I get it. If it's on, watch it. But yeah, I mean, is it the best movie ever? I never said that. I said it was fine. It's <laughs> five out of ten. If you are the kind of person who goes out and actively searches for mediocre films, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that person? What did their life look like, man? Chet Stanley, mediocre yeah, movie guy. They're watching Anna and the Apocalypse and all these other five out of ten movies. But you know there's so much better to watch out right. there. Yeah, there's the six out of ten movies. Oh my right? God. But there's also so much worse. I Trust think... me, as someone who watched Gremlin, there is so much worse out there. Not Gremlins. Yeah, Gremlin. not gre- yeah, Grem- one Gremlin. Look it up. It it's could, a... yeah, this movie couldn't even afford more than one Gremlin. I liked this movie. I think if you like musicals and you're looking for a new musical to watch and you haven't seen it, check it out. 
I think if you're a Glee fan, you're going to dig the hell out of this movie. I think if you just need a fun Christmas movie because you've burnt through everything else so many times you're bored with it, check out this movie. I think if you're looking for a horror movie, do something else. Now that was the best movie we've ever done on this podcast. I'm just kidding. What? That's the Adam (laughs) Scott one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but it's the best movie. I mean, Adam Scott is the best ever, but... It's the best holiday movie we've done on this podcast. And I didn't didn't mean to cut you off there, Garrett, but you're saying that like if you run out of Christmas movies, that doesn't happen. Every streaming service makes at least 80 Christmas Mm, movies. I'm not talking about like... I'm not talking about... Christmas Castle movies. For Christmas. No, I'm not talking about the A and E or the Lifetime yeah. Christmas movies. I'm talking about like the big budget. If you're looking for a Christmas musical horror, uh, this is the one for you. You are a very rare individual <laughs> if that's your criteria. It's, it was somebody's <laughs> criteria. It's 67 percent of the people who reviewed this on Rotten Tomatoes criteria. Yeah, I'll just say we've watched worse movies on oh, this podcast. Absolutely. So I, I would, I would recommend it if you're in the mood for a musical or a Christmas movie. Or a horror, or you like zombies, you know, or you like English people. There's, there's better zombies and there's better horror. So I would say if you're at the bottom of the barrel on those two genres, then yeah, hit this up. But it's the season, guys. In my opinion, this movie is a novelty and nothing else. And I would not recommend it. Mark, but I'm also not a musical fan. It will not survive the test of time. Sometimes you want a little novelty in your life. Yeah, like a novelty <laughs> condom machine. Well, listeners, thanks for tuning in and and, uh, sticking with us through another year. Uh, This holiday has come to an end. And I got to say, fellas, we have, if we're still doing this next year, we have to do a Silent Night, Deadly Night. I don't know how we've managed to completely avoid that franchise four times now <laughs> but that is isn't it not christmas no it absolutely is oh. a kid's parents is killed by a santa claus and he slowly becomes more deranged as the film Wait, goes didn't along. we watch that one i thought that was someone's the one we, getting eaten oh no no mom was fucking santa yeah, claus mom, exactly. that's christmas evil oh. that's where he's in the van with the sleigh and jumps the yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> that's what i was thinking oh so that's not silent i forgot about the ending of that movie yeah. ridiculous but i loved it no no there's there's a whole series of film where it's yeah it's this boy who he watches his parents get murdered on Christmas, and then he beca- he develops a psychosis, and he becomes a killer Santa Claus. Is that the Garbage Day line movie? That's movie two. Okay. Yeah. And then, okay. I mean, at some point, Mickey Rooney is a toy maker killing people with toys in part five. Part five. Five. This There's five fran- of these? This franchise actually it, it qualifies for our worst in show if we wanted to do it. Wow. wow. All right. Christmas. No, not Christmas Evil. We did Silent, Silent, Silent Night, Deadly, Deadly Night. Okay. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you in 2022. The way off year of 2022. Do the year of the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Special.